I think most everyone likes to go to a wedding, get all dressed up, watch that couple take those vows and go to the feast afterward. I think a lot of travel, especially for young adults, is precisely that of attending weddings of their friends. In the time of Jesus, attending a wedding and the reception was not just a one-evening affair. It lasted for a whole week. Feasting. Imagine that, going to a wedding feast for a whole week. And we can know, we can understand why in John chapter 3, or chapter 2, that the wedding wine ran out. It was probably midweek, and there were more people than expected, especially the apostles. The whole town, the whole town would join in a wedding procession to the new couple's home and taking the longest route possible so as to soak up the the well wishes of neighbors on the way. Hey, my our blessings to you. Now, before they would reach the house, the, the bridesmaids were waiting, and the bride were waiting for the bridegroom. And this is how the tradition was. You know, they, the bridegroom would come whenever he would come. And he could come in the middle of the night. And therefore, they had to have lamps ready. They'd go to sleep, but they'd have enough oil. It was important to have enough oil because if they did not, as it says here in, in, in this parable, they had to get some because it was against the law to travel at night without a lamp. And the groom would arrive at an unexpected time. So not having enough oil was a problem. The bridegroom is here. There would be a person that would, would go before the bridegroom. He's here. He's here. Get ready. You know, striking their lamps up, getting a little, some of them as a torch, getting those lamps going because the heart rate going up now. There's so much excitement, joyful panic as their hands shake to find the wick. And then those five foolish virgins. Oh, we don't get, we don't get enough oil. Can, can you give us some of yours? In that little part of this parable, Jesus is teaching profound truths. For example, certain things can't be obtained at the last moment. Some things cannot be transferred to others. For example, a good character, good deeds, one's love for God. And that's what this oil is representing, especially that of love. One of the quiet tragedies of this parable is misaligned expectations. These bridemaids, their expectation was what? Well, I mean, we don't got any oil, but we'll get in one way or another. I mean, if we're a little late, there's no problem. That was their expectation, but they, it was misaligned. As they 
knocked on the, the door. Who's there? It's me. Me who? The, the other five virgins. I don't know you. Who are you? Expectations. What does God expect from me in this life? Why have I received so many blessings? What are his expectations? Oil, as I mentioned in this parable, is love. This, this parable is about big oil. Big oil. Big love. The more we love, the more our lamps and reservoirs fill. In this life, it's never too late to fill our lamps. I sometimes, not sometimes, I frequently speak with people as they express their deep regret about their past and agonize over time lost. They may feel, perhaps as well, sometimes that this big, that it's a big lift to fill these, these, these lamps. And they fear hearing these words of Jesus, which is a fearful phrase, a sentence. I don't know you. Who are you? This feeling and thinking, though, comes not from God. It comes from God's enemy, the devil. God is generous. And there are so many, so many times and places where we can fill the reservoirs of our lamps. And the Book of Wisdom, I beautifully states this this morning, resplendent and unfading is wisdom. She is readily perceived by those who love her and found by those who seek her. This wisdom, this wisdom is God's love. God is love. So, you know, we don't have to drill really, you know, deeply to get this oil. You got to drill, you got to frack. Not really. I I remember growing up, we always watched this. uh, It was reruns by that time. But um, the Beverly Hillbillies. So if you recall the Beverly Hillbillies, when Jed is uh, going out there hunting for squirrels or whatever, he took his rifle and he shot, he missed. One day he was shooting at some food. And I'm sure all of you can finish this sentence. And out from the ground come a bubbling crude oil, that is. Meaning that it was so, so, it was just under the surface. And under the surface of our life is that oil, as long as we show and live love, Jesus himself, I mean, it's so low-hanging the fruit. He said, if you just give a cup of cold water, just a cup, to the least of my brothers and sisters, you give it to me. So we can Fill these reservoirs. God is, his love is super abundant. So let us just ask for that grace. 
to continue to love as Jesus loves and not to let the hearts, our hearts run dry. Especially today, where there's so much cynicism, where there's violence, where there's just these camps of, you're my enemy, no, you're my enemy. You don't belong to this party, you don't belong to that party, and it's just this like, and we all know, it's just, there's, it's just coming apart. But you know something? Jesus brings it all together. The power of love makes all things new. So let's pray for one another to have the courage to love, to give that cup of cold water to whoever needs it, and therefore as well to fill up our reservoirs, our lamps, with the love of God.